Ukraine had involvement in that they knew exactly what they were doing. They knew the coup. Yeah. Now Ukraine, in my opinion, what appears what it appears to be is holding the deep state of America hostage. Okay. Pay us or else we're gonna spill it. Oh, that's a good angle. I like that. Pay us or we're gonna spill it all. We're gonna we and we had the documentation, we know everything. You either send us the money or else we're spilling everything. That's why our politicians, some of them, are so desperate to send money over to Ukraine because if they don't, the Ukrainians are gonna expose the coup that was committed starting January 6, 2017. Touchdown, make your hands on. When it's circle, turn the mic home. Can't get me out of my zone. Go hard, go hard, go hard, go hard, go hard, go hard. Yeah, these championship rings on my hands now. Hi, and welcome to The Real Grit Podcast, where wisdom meets masculinity and culture meets authenticity. I am your host, Craig LeBeau, just another white dude with a microphone who knows best. And with me today, I know I usually say, and with me as always, but I guess not as always, with me today is new producer, fill-in co-host today, Mr. Dan Muncy. What's going on? What's up, man? So for the audience, Matt the Munts Muncie is fine. He had a death in the family. And uh we're thinking of him. We'll be praying for him and his family. But he should be back next week, I would think. I hope so. Yeah. Definitely uh miss him today. But yeah, yeah. But you're gonna do a great job. I really hope so. <laughs> You're going to do fine. We just had a great conversation before. We should have recorded. This like the, yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was good. We talked about uh, your three rules that you live by. My three rules. Yep. I do like those three rules. We got Dan reading my book, which oh, I got to get out. Dude, your book is fantastic. Thank you. Um, just a couple of like, notes here and there, just but really good book. Yeah. Really good product. Make sure you mark. I don't want to write in the book. Write in the book. That's fine. Oh, I don't want to write in your book. Write in the book. That's what it's for. Oh, it's so, like, I just feel like that's... No, that's a oh, that, man. That's a copy to be edited. Okay. But when it comes out, guys, you hear them. It's, it's, it's great stuff. It'll, it'll change your outlook. It, uh, it 100% helps. Yeah. 100%, like, there's, there's things that you might think that you're not doing well, or you might not think people actually agree with, but, like, it's words from... The guy himself, like it's really good, really good product. Thank you. All right, so no, Matt, we got the Dan fill in doing a great job already. Oh, I hope so. Um, and we've got a great show lined up. We missed Tuesday's recording. Normally, we will record on Tuesday and Friday. Lately, I mean, we've guaranteed you guys, the audience, at least one show a week. But I like to do two. We missed that, so we got a lot for you today because we missed the early week show. So let's get right into the echo chamber. The echo chamber is a segment of the podcast where we go over messages that you might send us on our social medias, emails, questions, or if you tag us in a video and ask us to uh, review it on the show, we will do that. So get to um interacting with us and you could be featured on the echo chamber 
All right. So uh, let's pull up the first. All right. So this is from A on Twitter. They just tagged us in a video. And I said, thanks for the tag. We will cover this in the next episode. And A said, love the show. Keep it up. So the next slide is the video that he tagged us in. This is a war that should have never happened. It's a war that Russians tried repeatedly to settle oh. on terms that were very, okay. very beneficial to Ukraine and us. The major thing Sorry they wanted okay. was for us to keep NATO out of the Ukraine. The big military contractors want to add new countries to NATO all the time. Why? Because then that country has to conform its military purchases to NATO weapon specifications, which means certain companies, Northrop North Grumman, Raytheon, General Dynamics, Boeing, and Lockheed get a trapped market. Through March of 2022, we committed $113 billion. Just to give you an example, we could have built a home for almost every homeless person in this country. We then committed another $24 billion since that, two months ago, and now President Biden's asking for another $60 billion. But the big, big expenses are going to come after the war when we have to rebuild you all the things that we destroy. Mitch McConnell was asked, can we really afford to spend $113 billion to Ukraine? He said, don't worry. It's not really going to Ukraine. It's, it's going, going to, to American defense manufacturers. So he just admitted it's a money laundering scheme. Yep. And who do you think owns <clears throat> every one of those companies? Yeah, BlackRock. So Tim oh, Scott, man. during the Republican debate, said, don't worry, it's not a gift to Ukraine, it's a loan. Raise your hands if you think that that loan is ever getting paid back. Yeah, of course it's not. So why do they call it a loan? Because if they call it a loan, they can impose loan conditions. And what are the loan conditions that we impose on? Number one, of extreme austerity program, so that if you're poor in Ukraine, you're going to be poor forever. Number two, most important, Ukraine has to put all of its government-owned assets up for sale to multinational corporations, including trying to own all them. of its agricultural land, the biggest single asset in Europe, in Ukraine. There's been a thousand years of war fought over that land. It's the richest farmland in the world. It's the breadbasket of Europe. 500,000 kids almost. Ukrainian kids have died to keep that land as part of Ukraine. They almost certainly didn't know about this loan condition. They've already sold 30% of it. The buyers were DuPont, Cargill, and Monsanto. They poisoned it. Who do you it. think owns all oh those companies? Oh, my God. Yeah, BlackRock. And then in December, President Biden gave out the contract to rebuild Ukraine. Guess who got it? And who do you think got that Come contract? Come on. BlackRock. So That's they're insane. Doing right in front of us. They don't even care that we know anymore. Because they know that they can get away with it. And how do they know that? Because they have a strategy. And that strategy is an old, old strategy, which is they keep us at war with each other. They keep us hating on each other. They keep the Republicans and Democrats fighting each other, black against white, and all these divisions that they sow. Oh, man. There's a lot in that to unpack. I, I just want to say that guy needs a lotions. <laughs> yeah, that's you know who that is? That's RFK Jr. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. I think he smoked a lot of crack. Or I know he was a he was a drug addict of some kind. I think that affected his it it sounds his, like he yeah. 
It sounds like he did. He is tough to listen to. However, the stuff that he says is not tough to listen to. So, RFK just explained and laid out the roadmap of the money laundering scheme that I've been talking about on this show since the inception of this show. Plain as day. And it's obvious who's behind it. It's BlackRock and the defense contractors. He named, he named all the names. That's why he's never going to get a shot at being president. You, you, think, uh, you think they shut him down for that? or I think that if you're not a team player, you have no shot. Unless your name's Donald J. Trump. Okay. Well, because he's above it all. Like, yes. no one can touch him. Nobody, yes. Um, so, these politicians of ours are sending all of our money to not the country of Ukraine, apparently, according to RFK, but to the, actually, according to Mitch McConnell himself, but to American defense contractors who are all owned by BlackRock, who give massive kickbacks to the Democrats and actually to all the warmongering politicians, not just Democrats, Democrats and Republicans alike. They launder all that money back to themselves and who pays for it? The American taxpayer. Exactly. The American taxpayer pays for all of that. And to boot, then they extort and rob Ukraine of its largest natural resource, which is its farmland. They sell that off to corporations that are known to poison their food. They poison our food. Why are we not talking about poisoning our food? Monsanto, the, the people who own Monsanto and who have created these GMO foods and who spray the, um, all the pesticides and herbicides and all of our crops and destroy and kill our soil, right? They should be hung as traitors to the world, not just to America, but to the world on a worldwide public stage. They're killing us. Yeah, man, that's, that's ridiculous. Like, I don't know. And that's a part of the deal. That's part of the deal. Oh, you want to join? You want, this, this is why NATO's had such large expansion, expansion, because all the wealth in the entire world is backing NATO because it corners the market militarily. Because if, if you... The United States. Yes. NATO. Yes. If you're a NATO country, you're forced to use 556 NATO, yep. AR-15 platform. Seven, or, uh, seven point M4 platform. NATO. Yeah. 7.62 by 5.1 NATO. Yep. This is billions of dollars worth of equipment that are necessary for you to buy to be a part of NATO. That money we're giving to them. And then those defense contractors are giving it right back to the politicians who are or voting or putting in these policies that are allowing that money to, to do whatever. What, what hit me hardest on this um, was the the fact that it's not just funding the war it's the funding the rebuild yes so so you're laundering laundering the money yeah like whatever yeah you're laundering the money on the first part on the war but now you're laundering the money on on the second part is the rebuilding like right we've done this before like yeah. this isn't the first time that we we do it over and over and over again it happens every single more like since 2001 it's been the same playbook if months was here and you were sitting over there i would say hey who how many how many millionaires were created when we rebuilt japan after dropping bombs on them oh too many it was it, hundreds it and yeah but no I, yeah not that, now if i do that right now i'll lose track but this is what this is this is a part of the war machine it 
is the rebuild afterwards. It's it's the playbook. Yeah. It's steel. It's it's wood. It's logistics. It's all of these companies. Forget the war. But now you're you're sending you're saying logistics. Now you're sending ships. Now you're yes. sending these you you're sending these building contractors Gosh. over to them to to build or you're funding their own but now they're owned by an american company you're burning more fuel that feeds that feeds the big oil companies you're, you're burning you're, you're, you have to build more ships you have to build it's all about money and we the united states taxpayer take it in the shorts all the time with this we never get anything back from these people covid the covid vaccine who funded it the u.s taxpayer funded it 40 New billionaires came from out of COVID from, from Big Pharma. We funded it. They kept and reaped all the reward. So we funded it. They make this vaccine. The government then mandates that you get the vaccine. They sell hundreds of millions of shots and make a trillion dollars. And they give, they don't even give us our investment back. No, they don't, they don't care. No. It's their bottom line disgusting and we're supposed to i said this in the last show and we're supposed to just sit here and go i guess that's the way it is and we're not supposed to run into our into our uh safes and start arming up it really we're supposed to just sit here i I don't understand what it's going to take for people to unite and that's and that's just it and he says this is the common this is the mark i'm getting i'm getting all over the place here there's a marxist revolution going on throughout the entire world right now. And the Marxist ideology or the Marxist method is to pit the proletariat against each other so that they are ignorant to what the ruling class is doing to them. And it's been, oh, yeah. it's been implemented perfectly in this country. That's why I, I speak on unity a lot. I know I say a lot of divisive, divisive things like we should be throwing pedophiles into wood chippers and driving tent stakes that, through that tyrants' heads. Divisive. I know it shouldn't be divisive, but it's blunt and people don't like the, uh, the delivery of it. And I get it. Oh, it just hurts their feelings. It's, it's okay. I don't care about your feelings. Facts don't care about your feelings. I hate that. It's cliche, but it's true. <laughs> okay. Uh, we need to be more mad than we are. Oh yeah, and this is why I said too on on a clip that got like six hundred thousand views on Instagram. We have like four thousand followers. This clip got six hundred thousand views. Stop paying taxes. Go to your payroll. Could you imagine? Put yourself as exempt at the end of the year. Just pay what you owe, right? Yep. And they don't get to make the interest on the ten, twelve thousand dollars every year off of your money for the whole year. You try to do that at a bank. Try to get money from a bank without paying interest. Yeah, right. Like, well, that's what the government's doing to that's you. That's what the government's doing. You're, you should be trying to make your tax return as close to zero as humanly possible. If you can't, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, why allow them to make a dime off of your right. money? Because the, your money. Like, oh, I'll get it back at the end of the year. Yeah, but you're feeding the war. Like, all right, on every Instagram post you see on anything political, it's like, oh, stop the genocide. Well, if you're giving the federal government an excess amount of cash withholdings, guess who's funding, funding the genocide? You are, because they're taking that extra money, they're putting it into bonds or whatever, they're multiplying that money and then taking that and sending it over in, 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 uh, in foreign aid to these war-torn countries. I've, I never thought about that. That is wild. If you stop giving them the money, yep. just, you just withhold the money. They can't. 
they yeah. can't do it unless they print more money and then all of a sudden it's well that's the that, well that's a whole nother issue and that's why i believe that we're at the, st- the, the the ammo box stage we tried the ballot box they stole the election there's only one other choice it's just how long down the road we got, a, ch- we got a chance we have yeah. one more ballot one box. more chance yeah we, all right we have one more ballot box yep before um before it gets to that yeah yeah and he's got so much and support by now it's somewhat cheap yeah yeah it's crazy it's crazy the way that these people operate and like rfk said in the video too it's like they do it in plain sight now because they know that there's nothing that can be done to them what is uh the every man supposed to do well they know what we're gonna do we're gonna sit here and be good little boys like yeah. no yep like no yeah we, we dump tea Garrett was saying it yeah. last week yeah. we used to flip out because they were trying to tax like why can't we do the same thing now we could and then we do that by withholding by not withholding tax those claim exempt i'm not all right i'm not telling you guys to not pay your share of taxes not financial advice and this is not financial advice however you do not have to have withholdings from your from your paycheck you can claim exempt and at the end of the year you can figure out exactly exactly how much you owe and then give them exactly that much if you want i think that we're close up to the point where if we can get 20 million tax paying americans to go exempt and then at the end of the year just be like nah we we looked how many up, of us can you get irs we looked it up it wasn't like 60% of households uh, actually pay taxes yeah Say if you get 20% of that. Exactly. 10% of that. Yep. You just took a sixth out of the United States budget. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. That's what they get the budget off That's of huge. is our taxpayer yep. money. So you cut you cut a tenth, like people people will go crazy. Yep. If I was president, <clears throat> if I was president, this is the way that I would reform the tax. There would be no payroll tax. There would be no income tax. There would be no property tax. There would be no tax beyond a flat 10% sales tax across all buying, across all products. 10%. So you would pay 10% of your purchases in income. I mean, in taxes. That's it. So if you want to go buy the $300 million yacht, you're going to get smoked. 10% taxes. You want to buy a modest $20,000 boat to go fishing with your buddies on, you get hurt a little bit less. But the amount of money that you're saving, the 30% that you're saving not paying income tax, because then we, we get income taxed, right? Our, we get our income taxed, and then we spend the money that was already taxed and get taxed on that. And then if we resell the thing that we just bought, they get taxed on that again. It's a vicious cycle. It's insanity. Have, did you do the math on that proposal, though? No. So just a t- I w- I'd be interested in... I might like do some research on this, yeah. like the total amount that a state or whoever gets from income tax, gets from sales tax, gets from excise tax or whatever that's, yep. I mean, I know that's city based, but all these different taxes, if you had one flat rate that was just a little bit higher than your sales tax now, so you're saying 10%, yep. I'm interested to see what the dollar amount is if they're close. It would be, I think it would be more. I think the, the federal government would make more money. Of just If you just had... Straight purchase, yeah. purchase, uh, or well, because sales tax. because sales tax is based by the state, so the state can still have their sales tax. I'm saying a 10 percent federal tax on purchasing. 
So you might still have a 6.25% to pay to your state, but your state's also not paying, not going to be withholding money. uh, So you're getting your full check, but you might be paying 17% tax on purchases, state and federal. That 17 is a big number, but I'd be interested to run the numbers and you'd probably get more and you're getting more from the people who aren't paying. Exactly. Exactly. And I like that because Because everyone everyone has to buy things. Yep. And because then the free money is getting taxed. Yep. 100%. See? That's a beautiful idea. Yeah. That's what I would do if I was president. So vote for me in 2040. Economics <laughs> major. Um, I am going to run. I am going to run for my for the house seat. Oh, hell yeah. Federal government house seat. What's the Sorry. <laughs> That's good. Um when my kids are older. Oh, nice. Cuz it takes a lot. Like uh, just in Mass or Massachusetts? Yep. Okay. It's a Democrat seat right now. It's going to be hard to win. I'll go into the inner cities and talk to these people. Did you think about doing anything in your town now? Nope. Don't don't care about the town. You want? I do. I do care about the town, but it's not where I can affect the most change. See, I I feel like you can still affect change. And it's not, it might not be the dollar amount, but it's, you affect, I think, more people that you know. Yeah, so, right. Like, it, that hits in the heart more. Yeah. And that's why I'd be interested to run for, like, selectmen or. Oh, yeah. Someone think, yeah. I keep saying, like, I'm going to run for mayor. Yeah. We don't have a mayor. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. I'm like, I'm going to run for selectmen and I'm going to make it a mayorship and I'm going to yeah. be the mayor of my town. <laughs> First one. But that's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, no, I want to go right, right up to the, to the, to the big dogs. Dude, hell I yeah. I play with them. Dude, yeah. I, I support that decision. And, and knowing, I'm going to bring this. Knowing you, it's, it will work. I, I mean. You don't, you don't lose. I, that's the way I try to operate. When I do lose, I learn. Mm-hmm. But in my brain. I don't count that as losing. Well, yeah, when I start something, I'm, I've already won it. Yep. That's the way that I operate. If you listen to any of the personal development stuff that I've done, that's if you're going to do something, you need to have it in your mind planted firmly that you've already won and succeeded at the thing. 100%. Yeah. That was a great echo chamber. A. I love it. Thank you for tagging us. You guys keep tagging us and stuff. We love it. That was a great. That was a great bit. Send us everything. Yeah. Send us, send us weird emails too. Yeah, I want to show those. Oh, you know what? Really was, you know what's disappointing? I just put out the episode introducing you. Yep. And I uh, on the Spotify, it's like, oh, what do you think about this episode? But I can change it. And I asked them to like talk smack about you. Oh, and, I love it. And I, I did a poll. It was like, uh, what should we do with Dan? And one of them was like, keep him. And the other one was fire him now. But nobody <laughs> voted, and nobody said anything. No one voted. Nope. Guys, have me fired. My wife will thank you <laughs> if I'm fired. <laughs> All right, let's get into. The Gritty Grasp. The Gritty Grasp is the section of the podcast where we go over headlines from throughout the week. We speculate on what the headlines actually mean. We look in between the lines. We look past the headline. And we usually take some pretty deep dives to get you guys uh, some real information. All right, so here we go. From the New York Post, 
CIA and foreign intelligence agencies illegally targeted 26 Trump associates before 2016 Russia collusion claims. Oh, you think? You hear about all this? Did, did no, have, no, you didn't? I, I haven't yet, no. Okay. The U.S. intelligence community asked foreign spy agencies, we're going to get into this, that's the five eyes, to surveil 26 associates of Donald Trump in the run-up to the 2016 election which triggered the allegations that the former president's campaign had been colluding with Russia, according to a report. Former CIA director John Brennan identified and presented the targets to the U.S.'s intelligence-sharing partners in the so-called Five Eyes agencies. Uh, the, the intelligence-gathering organizations in, in the U.S., United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand, these are all the English-speaking nations, According to a report published Monday on Michael Schellenberger's public substack, and he had help from um, Matt Taibbi was a part of this too. And so we're going to get into. Oh, once I find the mouse. Here you go. Here we go. You wanted the first one. Here it is. And it's, I got to move it. No problem. So we're, we're going to go right into the full substack article. This is going to be a long one, but it's very important to understand the coup, because that's what this was. In 2016, there was a coup. Now, the coup didn't work for that election, okay? This all was kind of put into place after the election, because they thought that they had it set up perfectly for Hillary to win. This is a coup that kept him out of the 2020 seat. Yes. Okay. Um, and I've also saw a thing recently um, talking about the coup. RFK said the, there was a coup, but it didn't start now. The coup, the coup started when they killed my uncle, John F. Kennedy. Oh, back in the... Because the CIA, the documents are starting to slowly leak out. that The CIA were the ones that killed him. And then they installed themselves as the executive branch, uh, the quasi-executive branch of our government. That's when the coup started. So it's very fitting if you look at the history of the CIA as to what's going on here. Actually, this is less this severe. Is like, yeah, less shocking. I mean, you've seen reports of um, CIA. They poisoned water in France and yeah. made everyone on LSD and all that. So this is like less shocking. Yeah. 100% less shocking. Yeah. But this is even less egregious than murdering the president to take control of the nation. Yeah, how didn't... That's, that's, yeah. a, that's a different... Yeah. Um, the, 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 I mean, it's wild. So let's get into this. This is from Public. This is a Substack. Uh, this, is a, this is a paid article. So if you guys didn't pay for it, I got you covered right here. Uh, U.S. government is hiding documents that incriminate intelligence community for illegal spying and election interference, say sources. Former CIA director Gina Haspel blocked the release of Binder with evidence that may identify her role in the Trump-Russia collusion hoax. There she is, the criminal that needs to be wood-chipped. Okay. Wood-chipper. Yep. Last December 15th, as Americans decorated trees, lit manures, and prepared to tune out for winter holidays. CNN ran an extraordinary article titled The Mystery of the Missing Binder, How a Collection of Raw Russian Intelligence Disappeared Under Trump. The spin job. Well, I'm surprised they ran CNN, uh, CNN 
actually ran something. Yeah, but it was a cover-up job. You'll oh, see. Okay. Uh, co-authored, co-authored by Natasha uh, Bertrand, the gargantuan expose claimed a mysterious binder of highly classified information related to Russian election interference went missing in the chaotic waning days of Donald Trump's presidency in January 2021 raising concerns that some of America's most closely guarded national security secrets could be exposed. Do you know what they were really worried about being exposed? Their own behinds. <laughs> CNN and its intelligence sources meant exposure in a bad way. Sources have told public and racket, however, that the secrets officials worry might be exposed are ones that would implicate them in widespread abuses of intelligence, authority dating back to 2015 to 2016 election season. These people are criminals. I would call the binder Trump's insurance policy, said someone knowledgeable about the case. He was very concerned about having it and taking it with him because it was the roadmap of Russiagate. Transgressions range from Justice Department surveillance of domestic political targets without probable cause to the improper unmasking of a pre-election conversation between a Trump official and Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman to WMD-style manipulation of intelligence for public reports on alleged Russian influence activities. Does anybody, are, are you familiar with the Mohammed bin Salman story? I'm not. Okay. The theory goes like this. The Vegas Mandalay Bay shooting. Okay. Yeah. Where it was the one. The one shooter that disappeared. It was a CIA That was showing guy. with, like, how can you carry that many boxes? Yeah, right. Ammunition? It was all just a bunch of nonsense. Apparently, it was Al Salaweed, Sal Salweed, who had put a hit on new crown prince, Mohammed bin Salman who just took over his position. Okay. He had put a hit on. There was a power struggle going on with the Sauds. And Salman, or Sal Salweed, or whatever his name was, owned the top floor of the Mandalay Bay, that penthouse suite. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. So, apparently, Salman, Ben Salman, was in Vegas during that, and it was supposed to be him getting killed and that shooting to be a cover-up for the execution of the Saudi prince. But they obviously failed. Trump warned him and got him out of there. That is the, the theory. But, oh, I mean, then why was there still a shooting? Well, because you have a bunch of different actors. They didn't know. Yeah. You, I, you know, they, they, they know what their job is. Yeah. Right? But and they don't know why. They're assuming, yeah, they, there's, there's uh, compartment, compartmentalization of, of information. You're doing this, you're doing this, you're doing this. Don't worry, nobody's going to catch you, blah, blah, whatever. Still had to be more than one shooter or... Well, the FBI, uh, an, an FBI sound analysis proved that there was more than one shooter. Had to be more than one shooter or some guys rocking two well, M240s? <laughs> they were definitely M240s too. The rate of fire was inconsistent with, with bump stock. Oh yeah. 100%. It was too slow. 100%. Yeah. I know what those sound like. They're very hairy. To, yeah. Very heavy to carry. Yeah. All right. The CNN report claimed intelligence officials were concerned about the disclosure of sources and methods that informed the U.S. government's assessment that Russian President Vladimir Putin sought to help Trump win the 2016 election. They should be concerned. The story of how a team handpicked by CIA Director John Brennan relied on cooked intelligence to craft 
that January 6, 2017 intelligence community assessment is the subject of tomorrow's story. The last in this three-part series. Okay, so I've talked about on this show in the past, I don't know exactly what episode it was, but I was talking about Michael Flynn. Yeah. Okay. General Mike Flynn has said, you can find it all over the internet, that the coup happened on January 6th, 2017. And this is exactly what he's referring to. That's wild. Yes. That's and absolutely wild. If you, don't know, if you don't know who Mike Flynn was, he was the head of the NSA, and he was responsible for the entirety of the intelligence community's um, transferring of information from Obama to President Trump. 100%. Okay. Yep. Uh, corruption, not tradecraft, is what officials are desperate to keep secret, which is very obvious as we go through I this. Lo- I love this guy's writing. Yeah. The missing binder story has several variants. Sources offer differing answers on the question of whether anything of consequence is missing. They give mixed accounts of Trump's uh, frantic last efforts to declassify Russia-related material. Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he declassify the documents that clear his name and oh, prove the, com- the corruption? Of course they would, but they blocked it. If you don't, if you remember at the top of this article, they blocked his declassification of the document. The person who's a, it's supposed to hurt, yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't he want to keep it the secret? No, he wants to show everyone exactly. But yeah, that's all right. Somehow they're able to hold those conflicting ideas at the same time in their heads. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like this is incriminating to Trump, but he wants it to be out in the public, and we can't have that. How can you hold those two thoughts at the same time? You can't. Not in a, not in, and have it based in reality. <sighs> uh, but nearly everyone public and racket, that's Matt Taibbi's organization, spoke to, agreed that the tale obscured a broader and more important story. Dating back to the release of the so-called Nunes memo, if you guys remember that, in 2018, exposing the corruption of the FISA application process, senior intelligence officials, including Trump CIA director Gina Haspel, have repeatedly blocked attempts to declassify information about the Trump-Russia investigation. I wonder if maybe they're implicated. They had good reason to obstruct the release of these documents. As Public and Racket reported yesterday, the Central Intelligence Agency had foreign intelligence agencies run an illegal spy operation against then-candidate Trump's presidential campaign in 2016. This illegally acquired intelligence was used to justify the Federal Bureau of Investigation official probe Crossfire Hurricane, which in turn spurred the investigation of special counsel Robert Mueller. Mueller. Okay, that's an important paragraph right there. Do you understand what that's saying? That, well, one, uh, so we can go back a little bit, but the they're saying an illegal spy operation that yes it's illegal but they paid other people to do it so they already know it's wrong but they're doing it anyway so this is this this is the way it breaks down if that's that's what i'm getting yeah. from it the cia is not allowed to operate on domestic on soil. domestic soil okay so they need to somehow get the fbi on board so they use the intelligence agencies of the five eyes group who can target our domestic people, let's say. Yeah, not supposed to. They're not supposed to, but do. I mean, we they know do. they do. And we do it for them. Yep. It's a, it, but, but it's not supposed to be for political, for political purposes. Okay, so they do that, and then the CIA launders that crooked information back to the FBI to start the Crossfire Hurricane Probe. 
So the the and the reason I say it's crooked information, it gets into this, but I'll I'll touch on it now, is that they used what they call the bump method to incriminate the 26 members of the Trump campaign. What's the bump method? The bump method is they get an asset to contact, let's say, Donald Trump Jr., have a phone call with him, and the CIA is listening, or the UK or Australia is listening, and they say, oh, we got him, and then they frame even the, the, our, our allies, because the allies probably didn't know that they were sending the bump, Yeah, right? Classic entrapment. Yep, and then the allies say, or whoever picked it up, Australia, New Zealand, UK, Canada, whatever, said, oh, we got him, he's talking to the Russians, and then at that point, they can send that information to the FBI. Oh. Man, so many different weeds. Yes, like, it's wild. All because they hate one guy. All because he's not on their team. Yeah. That's all it is. This is why they hate him. The, the only reason that they hate him so much is the only reason that they hate Trump so much is that he's not on their team. He's not an evil, pedophile, uh, tyrannical, globalist, authoritarian. And they hate that. They, and if you're not on their team, it sh they, they, they've shown over and over and over what they'll do to you. They killed Kennedy. They tried to kill Reagan, right? They, you Shot him right in the chest. Bernie Sanders wasn't on their team. He was a far lefty. He wasn't on their team. What did they do to him? They rigged the, the Democratic convention against him. It doesn't matter. Right, left, red, blue, center. It does not matter. If you do not play ball with the big dogs, you are in serious danger. And that's why Trump has 92 indictments and four charges right now and two impeachments. No other reason. And it's all cooked evidence. If I keep on going on rants like this, we're going to, this is going to take three hours. Whoa, 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 whoa. The last, the last episode took 240 something yeah. and the wife wanted to kill me. If we go 240, she'll be fine with it. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right, let's get back into the article here. The documents in question are said to contain information about the legal justification for those investigations, or more specifically, the lack of justification, among other things. Should more of that information be made public, it might implicate a long list of officials in serious abuses. These people are abusing the power that you gave them. Actually, we didn't even give that to them. We vote for politicians, and these people are all appointee, appointees. Oh, yeah, like, it, it's absolutely insane yeah. what the, the power that the people give, like, your vote matters. Yeah. Your vote matters. Vote correctly. However, yes, your vote does matter, but for as long as we live in such a bureaucratic state, it kind of doesn't. Cut the red tape. Yes. Cut, not, not even just the red tape, but, like, we should be voting for the person who's going to run the CIA, the FBI, the NSA, the, the DOH. Yeah, they can't just get picked. Yeah, how, no, how exactly. We should be voting for the federal attorney general. The, like, our representatives are failing us. So yeah. let, oh, let, the, let the people vote for these, for these people. Yeah, 100%. <sighs> Questions like these may be answered of the 10-inch thick binder of sensitive documents about the origins of the Russian probe is made public. Fear for reputations and careers, not national security, is what has intelligence officials panicked. Second part of this, FBI divided over Mar-a-Lago document raid. I'm glad he knew what 10 inches was. <laughs> I only got to measure it four times to get to that. <clears throat> multiple sources believe that Trump's possession of the binder, or one of multiple binders, led the FBI to raid his home in Mar-a-Lago. 
which led to the prosecution of Trump by Justice Department Special Prosecutor Jack Smith. Before we go any more into this, that sentence, those two sentences should infuriate you. They set this man up. They, all right, Trump's not on their team. He wins. They set him up. He goes, oh, you want to set me up? Okay, I'm going to grab all the information proving that you set me up. And then they illegally raid and search his home and then charge him with a crime for declassifying and holding on to the information to clear his name. It's, it's a scam. It's a, of course it's a scam. The, the, the raid on Mar-a-Lago was nothing more than a cover-up operation by the deep state. Well, they, they uh, just realized that they failed. Yeah. And they're like, oh, crap. What do we do? Well, they realize that he's playing 5D chess and he's not just going to let you, he's not just going to let the evidence of your corruption in your coup go back to you. Unnoticed. Unnoticed, yeah. So then you, you set up the raid? Why? The, the beautiful thing is, I believe that them prosecuting Trump in all of these trials is a huge mistake that the deep state's making. Because now he's going to be able to too soon. You know, he's going to be able to trickle out all this information in court, in official court documents. So when he goes and stands trial in Georgia for election interference, he can drop all the evidence that he has that the election was stolen in court. Yeah, it's a great move. Hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. So they set him up. He plays a little bit of 4D chess, and then they illegally raid his home to cover their tracks. A source close to the House Intelligence investigation said, we think a lot of that product in Mar-a-Lago is. We, we think a lot of that product in Mar-a-Lago is what investigators went through. Oh, okay. The FBI was worried that there was a copy of the binder there, said the person. A source close to Trump said, I think... Retrieving the binder was part of the FBI's motivation. It was Russiagate. It was years of Pfizer surveillance warrant abuse. It was doing a 702 FISA inquiry to surveil 300,000 Americans. It was using taxpayer dollars to fund the steel memo. You paid to have your president drug through the mud, impeached, set up. You paid for it and get Justice Department lawyers when we fired Christopher Steele. It was the mountain of corruption we uncovered. But another source with significant knowledge of the Russiagate investigation was skeptical. I don't think the raid at all had to do with Russia documents. Tell me you... <laughs> this guy hasn't been got to. It started as a bureaucratic tussle. Look at search warrant returns. That's what they were looking for. There was nothing in there that does that. If you talk to the lawyers involved, they never said they were looking for Russia collusion documents. Why would they? Why would they report that? They're looking to cover up their corruption. Trump himself has not said that the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago to obtain the binder of information. It's uncharacteristic of him to stay quiet about anything, somebody said with their opinion, acknowledged a source close to the current 2024 campaign. At the same time, it's easy to guess that his lawyers told him this is an active court case and so don't say anything about it it could be as simple as that that's the obvious explanation what what i'm shocked about is he would still say something oh 
Well, no, I I don't believe. Yeah, if okay, if it was a trivial matter, but the, the fact that he didn't say something means that there's more to this. Yeah, five D, like yeah, exactly. He would have just blurted it out. Like right. To be honest, they're right. Yeah. Like, oh, he would have blurted it out, unless there's something behind it right exactly he's playing the long con here like yep. come on he he the, who, whoever that source was just tipped his tipped his hand yeah he was yeah. just like hey i have two yeah. aces yeah yeah, yeah. like look at that yep you know what i mean like yep. that's oh come on um cnn mentioned last august raid of trump's mar-a-lago resort in its piece last december suggesting that uh, suggesting there may be a connection between the missing binder story and the FBI search of Trump's property, while noting no such materials were found. That's CNN. Justice Department Special Counsel Smith has charged Trump with 37 felonies connected to his removal and withholding of documents that allegedly contain national security information. Smith's aggressive schedule seems aimed at uh, convicting Trump before the November election. More. More election interference from these people only 37 come on pump those numbers up yeah 37 37 charges that and that's what you get when you're not on their team felony charges felony charges not even like misdemeanor not not like oh you jaywalked Ooh, listen like 37 we're gonna get into this but this this is very serious for the people who are involved because their lives are at stake literally oh 100 percent um Let's skip down a little bit. Uh, where do you want to go? Go to the next uh, big headline. Big headline, big keep headline. Going, keep going, keep oh, right all the way down here. Uh, incriminating evidence behind IC cover-up, sources say. Oh, that guy looks pissed. That's Brennan. <laughs> uh, as Public and Racket reported yesterday, the House Intelligence Committee investigators found that U.S. officials had asked the Five Eyes Intelligence, see, this kind of repeats, Alliance, uh, to spy on 26 of Trump's associates and share the intelligence they gathered with U.S. agencies, sources close to the investigation said. In their research, investigators found multiple instances where there's no justification for any of these unmaskings from a national security perspective. No justification. The, thre the threshold of what's in the report is that it's supposed to meet national security requirements explicitly. If it doesn't address national security themes, then the report shouldn't be generated. There were reports generated and then fed to the White House, Obama, what were generic phone calls or reports on Mohammed bin Salman converse, conversation with a Trump official. They hate Salman because he was the, re the replacement for their deep stater yep. in Saweed. Uh, right here. Okay. Uh, Trump campaign official in New York. Where am I? You're right here. Conversation with a Trump official. Yep. It would be Trump campaign uh, official in New York, but then you'd find out that they'd ask for the name to be unmasked. CNN reported that the binder's contents included the FBI's problematic foreign intelligence surveillance warrants on a Trump campaign advisor from 2017. Interview notes with Christopher Steele, author of the infamous dossier that Clinton paid for. FBI reports from a confidential human source related to the Russia investigation and internal FBI and DOJ text messages and emails, among other documents. House intelligence investigators created the binder in 2019 and 2020 while working out of CIA headquarters in Langley. 
Why is the CIA operating on U.S. soil? He says that with such conviction where yeah. it's like, the binder, is this not true? The binder consisted of raw intelligence logs and communications from the CIA and the National Security Council. The CIA monitored investigators and the investigation had to be done at their spaces, said a source. All right. If you guys want to read the rest of this, you can go ahead. But we, we got the gist. I think. Wait, keep going down. Make sure there's not a, a third part. There's a lot here. This guy took his time. Yeah. Nope. That's just whatever he's yeah. okay. writing the next day. Um, so we have evidence now of the deep state coup that happened in 2016. January 6, 2017 is when it started. Is when it was like official that they were going to attempt this coup. And they set Trump up and then they raided his house and, and gave him 37 felonious indictments to cover their tracks. Does this sound like a free democratic republic that we're living in? No, or does this sound like a broken banana republic? It's, it's ridiculous. Like, I don't, I don't understand. And you might be thinking to yourself, all right, 26 names. It's probably low-level staffers or whatever that they were looking at that could have been involved with Russia. No, well, it's, it's the coffee guy, right? It's, yeah, uh, it's right. the guy that gets my Dunkin' in the morning. Oh, it's interns. No, well, we got the names right here. Dan Bongino, who's connected, has the names. And they are not the coffee go-getter. You mean Ted Cruz? They are Ted Cruz, Donald Trump, Benjamin Carson, Donald Trump Jr., Eric Trump, Ivanka Trump, Laura Trump, Melania Trump, Jared Kushner, Jason Miller, David Bossie, Samuel Clovis, Paul Manafort, Jason Johnson, Carter Page, George Papadopoulos, Alice Stewart, Victoria Coates, uh, Christopher Bourne, Jason Osborne, Christopher Christie, Chris Christie, right? Donald McGahn, Michael Cohen, Michael Flynn, Alexander Jones, Jefferson Sessions, that's Jeff Sessions, Rudolph Giuliani, and Roger Stone. And Craig LeBeau. Yeah, they were spying on his closest, his closest. Um, well, it's his counterparts. It's, yeah. it's anyone who is directly related yeah. to the 2016 election. And do you understand how these FISA warrants work? No. Okay. They can bump twice, or they can they can go two leaps. You mean Pfizer the the shot or Pfizer Pfizer? Oh, I was gonna say because are <laughs> they sponsoring these warrants now? Like come sponsored on, sponsored by. <laughs> um, so they can go two leaps. So for each one of these people that mm. are on that twenty six, let's say Ivanka Trump texted me. And I was like, yeah, Ivanka Trump texted me. Oh okay, now the CIA or Five Eyes or whoever's doing it can jump to all of my emails oh. and then jump one more time to somebody else that I've emailed. Okay, I see you. So, it's, so they can it's, go two jumps. Twice removed. Kevin Bacon, six times removed. I got you. Yes. Okay. So that's, that's the way that that operates. So it's not just those, those people. It's everyone, it's everyone who, who contacted them who contacted yes. them. Exactly. Oh, my God. Yeah. How is that allowed? Not to mention... Actually, we'll go through it real quick. Go to the next article. Oh, but you only have four up here. Yeah, nope. The next, uh, there should be an article next to that other sub stack. Click, click. Oh, oh, go to Green yeah. 2? Nope, nope, nope. Go down to uh, oh, I got you. Chrome. I got you. That's one. 
Sorry about that. Right there, CIA cooked. Boom. Okay, CIA. This is this came out February fifteenth. What's the date today? Is that today or is that yesterday? Yesterday. CIA cooked the intelligence to hide that Russia favored Clinton, not Trump. In twenty sixteen, sources say this is from Matt Taibbi. The same people, Michael Schellenberger. The polls. Yeah. So, guys, scroll down. There's there's a part in here. Putin. Yep, that's Putin and Hillary. Uh, all right. They cooked the intelligence as a source close to a House permanent select committee on intelligence investigation into the origins of the Trump Russia scandal, whose full findings are being blocked from release. They made it look like Putin supported Trump. The sources added the evidence points the other way. Um, hit control F. Oh, shit. got you. Now type in bump. Bump. Okay. Um, as public and Racker reported earlier this week, U.S. Intel leaders co coaxed, which does that mean coerced? Yeah, foreign allies to uh oh coaxed. Okay, U.S. Intel leaders coaxed foreign allies, particularly from so-called Five Eyes security partners like the United Kingdom, into making contacts and bumping Trump associates through 2016. That's entrapment. Hundred percent. That's the definition of entrapment. Um, there's another where it says bumped again. Just go to the next one. Oh, see it. All right, yeah. United States intelligence community targeted 26 Trump advisors for foreign spy agencies to reverse target and bump. Reverse target. Yeah, that's entrapment. Yes, they entrapped them. They well, they didn't even successfully in, entrap them. They attempted to entrap him yeah. because he did nothing. Because wrong. he did nothing wrong. Even the phone calls, like like Donald Trump Jr. was in one of his phone calls, was like what. what what are you talking about? Like, who why are we, you? Why do we care? Why are you contacting me? Hey, I'm Donald Trump Jr. Why do we care? Mm. I can't do his voice. I'm sorry. <laughs> <sighs> oh, yeah. So everything that all the conspiracy theories we're saying from 2016 till now have just been proven true by the fantastic reporting by Matt Taibbi, Schellenberger, and there was another guy involved. Love their writing. Yeah. Their lighting, their writing style. Yeah, I I love it. Yeah, um, um, guys, go and um subscribe to Taibi and read the full Substack. I tried to get through it, but we're already an hour in, and we got a lot to go. We, there's a so ton. a ton. So stay tuned. Uh, we're gonna give you a quick message from our sponsors. If you love this shirt, I'm just kidding. We don't actually have sponsors. If you like this shirt, go check out Red Pill Threads. Just uh, they're on Instagram, they're on TikTok, they're on all the things, Red Pill Threads. Um, if you go to um, the description of this episode, we have an affiliate link in there. And if you want to buy some shirts, use our affiliate link. Helps us out a little bit. Love you, Red Pill Threads. Yeah, that dude's awesome. Yeah, Garrett was love, great. Love that guy. Yeah. Sorry I messed up the nine trillion or whatever it was. No, no, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. <laughs> I was like, I, it took me a second too. I was like, wait a minute, that can't be right. Oh, dude, yeah, I... I completely bonehead that one. You're but, good. Um, are we on to Gritty yeah, 2? Yeah, let's go on to the Gritty 2. All right, here we go. What do we got? House Intelligence Committee Chairman Mike Turner sounds alarm. We have access to information on a serious national security threat. Now, hmm. it's, very, it's very odd hmm. that right as the Taibbi story breaks, right, yep. about, about this binder, Yep. That now we have a serious national security threat. I wonder who is it's about. Well, it's about Russia. Oh, really? 
supposedly. I don't. I haven't seen anything come out on it yet, but let's see what what they say. House Intelligence Committee Chairman. Oh, hold on. Give me a second. I gotta find the mouse. It's probably on the. Yeah, there here we go. go. House Intelligence Committee Chairman Mike Turner just sent a chilling and vague message minutes ago, causing alarm bells to go off on Capitol Hill. On X, Rep. Turner revealed that the committee had discovered information related to a serious national security threat and has made the information available to all members. He did not specify in his message message what this threat entailed. He did urge Joe Biden to declassify all information related to this threat so that America and its allies could formulate a response to it. Okay. Um. I thought originally before anything was leaked or had come out about what this threat was, I was like, it has to be related to what Taibbi said because he exposed the entire deep state. And I was hoping, and I know it was very wishful thinking. I was hoping that the house was going to go and arrest these people and say that, that the CIA, all these CIA actors, all these deep staters are a national security risk and we need to round them up. Oh, that's a cover up. That's what I was hoping for. But you want me to go to the uh, yeah? Go to the next one. I don't. I it's, it's. I don't know. The next one, as in the article, or you want the video? Whatever's next on the um, on the. I got you folder. There well, we, go. we got space nukes for Valentine's Day today. The House Intelligence Chairman Mike Turner announced that there was a serious threat to national security, and he requested that Biden declassify all information relating to the threat. It was almost immediately leaked that this threat was a highly concerning and destabilizing Russian capability in space. Very interesting timing, right after the Tucker and Putin interview, and right as they're trying to force another Ukrainian war money bill through the House. The story is that Russia is trying to put a nuclear weapon into space. This is nothing but fear mongering, and pretty much everybody is just calling it for what it is. Elon posted this on X right when everything started coming out. Amazing that some people still think the news is real. There's an open border being flooded with national security threats on a daily basis, but look over here at Big Bad Russia. This X post by Chase Geyser could not be more on point. The US is setting the stage to accuse Russia of violating the 1967 Outer Space Treaty. They want the Russian space nuke claims declassified so NATO can publicly use this to justify declaring war on Russia before Ukraine loses entirely. Claims of Russian space nukes were likely leaked to the press intentionally to initiate steps towards overt war between NATO and Russia. The U.S. government leveling this striking accusation against Russia appears to be a psyop. The allegations against Russia are of a violation of the 1967 Outer Space Treaty with Russia allegedly positioning a nuclear weapon in space or planning to do so. But beneath the surface of these claims lies a much deeper, more strategic play, suggesting a U.S. psyop aimed at justifying NATO's military involvement in the ongoing conflict in Ukraine. Here's the rest of the post if you want a screenshot. Basically, he's saying he thinks this will be NATO's excuse to go to war against Russia, and I think he's 100% right. Okay. Oh, man. <clears throat> okay. So, who in our government right now, is there, was there any more? Um, Nothing on Gritty 2. Okay, perfect. Has involvement of any kind with the Ukrainian government? Oh, I wonder. Does the Biden family. Be... Oh, thank you. Does, Bur does Burisma come into mind? Uh, the pay to play, the, 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 uh, the bribery scheme, all this stuff, okay? Obama also had a great relationship with them. Ukraine was instrumental. Don't, now, bear with me here because this is all going to come full circle. Ukraine was instrumental in the Russiagate hoax, okay? A lot of the intel was coming from. Ukraine. Okay. Okay. I'll take your word on that. Ukrainian one. sources. If you were over there, I'd say look it up. Okay. Um, 
but I and I get that inf- that my source on that is Dan Bongino's book. Okay, so you already yes, like you know the name. I know, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll take your word on that yeah. one. Okay, so um, Ukraine had involvement in that they knew exactly what they were doing. They knew the coup. Yeah. Now Ukraine, in my opinion, what appears what it appears to be is holding the deep state of America hostage. Okay. Pay us or else we're going to spill it. Oh, that's a good angle. I like that. Pay us or we're going to spill it all. We're gonna, we, and we had the documentation. We know everything. You either send us the money or else we're spilling everything. That's why our politicians, some of them, are so desperate to send money over to Ukraine. Because if they don't, the Ukrainians are going to expose the coup that was committed starting January 6, 2017. Why they're hiding things in those bills? Yes, exactly. And the things that they're hiding is that they'll impeach you. The next president will be impeached if Ukraine's funding is cut. Okay? So these people are now being blackmailed, in my opinion. This is all speculation. This is what the show is all about. They're being blackmailed by the Ukrainian government into getting money sent to them, okay? Or else they will expose the deep state for, for, for the coup. So... And it's so important for them to not be exposed because if they're exposed, they'll be hung because they're traitors that they have cooked up this story about Russians having nukes in space. That's how serious it is to them to not be exposed. Can you believe that? I do believe that. Like, well, one, Russia, I don't think has nukes in space. No, of course they don't. Like Elon Musk said, I can't believe anybody believes that the news is real. That, so that clip, I was actually going to pinpoint. Are we sure he's actually talking about this or is he just? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Elon Musk. No, no. I mean, I, that's Peyton. Peyton is our friend on TikTok. Okay. And she, she does a lot of some pretty good stuff like she, that. Like investigate. So she knows yeah. like. Yeah. She knows that that was. At least yeah. 90%. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to like. Because I could have tweeted something. Right. And it would no, have been like, no. she's, she's solid, man. Okay. Yeah. Just, I, that's skeptical. Like, I, won't, I, just, I, won't, I won't give you guys information that's not been vetted. Yeah, that's just me. Yeah. I just get, yeah, I'm, sure. I'm skeptical like that. So, like, I see something, I'm like, I, are we sure? I trust her as a source, and I'm hoping to get her on remotely eventually. Okay. That would be huge. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about it already. So, we'll see. There was another point, but I forgot what I was going to say. But. Yeah, so think about that. Think about the probability of that. Now, even if that's not the probability, I mean, even if that's not the case, let's say I'm 100% off the mark, yeah. which is rare that yeah. I'm off the mark. I've when, been, I've, when have you been wrong? I haven't been wrong often. I even called the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, and you won. You won me money. <laughs> I thank you. You're welcome. That. A good old $500 in my pocket. Nice. Good for you, man. I, I don't you think took that, my advice. Yeah. I said in the episode, I said, if you're going to bet on the Super Bowl, bet on the Chiefs because they are definitely 100% absolutely going to win. I don't think anything funny happened. I do. However, there's been three years of no holding calls on the Chiefs. Like yeah. that, that gets that's, a little, that's funny. A little suspicious. Because if you watch the game, you can find 30. Oh, holdings! Uh, you watch any game, you find yeah, but, 30 but, holdings. But, but 
you might get called. If you hold 30 times, you may get called for five of them. They're, they got called for zero. They're either right or left tackle was the most penalized offensive lineman yep. in offensive football. And yep. he gets zero, zero penalties in the Super Bowl. So he just turned it on for that one yeah. game. I don't want to get off track, but did you see Sorry about that? No, but did, but did you see how uh, it was first and 10? He runs Mahomes runs out to the, to the flat for like two yards. And then the screen goes away for a second. It comes back and it says first and 10 again. And then they give him an extra first down. No. So that I would have to go back to the play. There's either something that happened. I don't think anything funny happened. I think football, the NFL is a legit organization that doesn't do anything funny. The organization. Did you know that they are registered as an entertainment organization and not a sports organization? Are other sports organizations sports? So NHL, NBA, sports. See the NBA. I would is, I would expect that from the NBA, not the NFL. So the the NFL. If I was over there, I'll yeah. look it up. The <laughs> NFL is registered like the WWE is. No way. Yes. Entertainment. Oh, you're breaking my heart. I I love football. Me too. Watch college. Watch college. That's the best advice. Yeah. Because that's real football. Hundred percent. Oh yeah. Um. Anyway, where are we? Uh, we are on. Hold on. Uh, what's her face? Oh yeah, space missiles. Thank you. Call of Duty. Yeah. So if you think for one split second, right, that Russia actually has nukes in space, and that if the only way that we're going to solve any of this problem is to pass the Ukraine bill, then you should walk outside of your house into the woods and then just keep on walking until you pass out. Because that's what you're worth. Because that's insanity. That that doesn't make any sense. Do you think that do you think that it's uh do you think that it's a coincidence that just as this bill is about to go in front of the house, the Republican controlled house, that they put out this dire information? No, they're covering their ass. And if it's not what I said before, then what it is, is that they want to continue to be able to launder their, our tax dollars back to themselves via these defense contractors who own them. 100%. It's wild that people aren't seeing this. Peyton, you're doing good work. Keep it up. Let's go to the gritty three. That gets me fired up. Gritty three. It's huge. Space wars. We're talking about we're talking about Star Wars so that politicians can get another hundred million dollars when they're already worth five hundred million dollars when they get paid two hundred thousand dollars a, oh, a that's, year. That's Star Trek, sorry. Star Wars we're talking about now. Yeah. <laughs> to pass foreign aid. We're talking about Star Wars. That's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. They, they think we're that stupid. And that's your money. And this is after the DOD, the Pentagon just lost three point nine trillion dollars last year. Come on. They think we're that stupid. Yeah. Well, the sad thing is, it's not that they think that we're so stupid. It's that they know we're too divided or we won't do anything anything. about it. Yeah. Because we're too divided. If we all came into one. Yes. 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 And And we don't even need all because I, I, listen, I will never unify with the purple haired kid touching freak there. I cannot unify with you. You say kid touching. I'm out. Yeah. Purple hair. You, if whatever hair you want, I don't care what you have. Do you, the, do you say kid touching? Yeah. Shipper. Yeah. But the, the, the woke ideology. Gone. People that can are, get rid of it. Yeah. Okay. So they are almost, unless they can come back over to reality a little bit. Would you keep their purple hair? 
they can as long as they're mentally stable. stable. Um, but if they if if they cannot find their sanity again, then there's no unification with them. We only need twenty percent, thirty percent. I don't even think we need that much. We're ten percent. I'm 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 gonna do the math. We're talking about like sixty percent. We do. 10% of households find out how much money that actually is. Oh, you're talking about, I'm talking about straight up rebellion. Oh yeah. You don't need that many. Oh, dude, dude. Like if, if 20% of the population could unify, it's over. We win. Yeah. You get one bulldozer and yeah. Oh, if we all just, if we all just buy, I mean, that's Minecraft. If if we all just buy MIG welders and bulldozers, we win. Yeah. Flatten it. I can figure out how to weld. Yeah, it's easy. I'm pretty good with my hands. It might not be pretty, but you'll be able to keep the metal together. You'll, you'll do things. Yeah. But uh, you want a gritty three? Yeah, it's going to gritty three. Excellent. Here comes gritty three. This one should be quick. Prosecutors reportedly met with Biden admin before three Trump indictments. Ooh, I wonder what that's about. Oh. Some go to full screen, some don't. Yeah, it's that's odd. Annoying. Can you zoom in on that a little bit? My eyes are pretty bad. Oh, boy. Here oh, we go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and oh, then scroll. Oh, my God. And then scroll up. I'm going to unclick it, though. How do I? Grab it and then pull it down. There oh, okay. There you go. Uh, three separate prosecutors. <laughs> grab it and then pull it down. That's what she said. <laughs> three separate prosecutors. Oh, yes. <laughs> you nailed it. Phrasing. Boom. Oh, that was perfect. Uh, Matt's fired. <laughs> Three separate prosecutors reportedly met with White House aides before indicting former President Donald Trump, President Joe Biden's political opponent. The reported meetings suggest a coordinated attack against Biden's 2024 rival. If coordination occurred, it lends credence to Trump's belief that the indictments are election interference. The timing of the indictments are peculiar. After Trump announced a re-election bid against Biden, four indictments hit Trump in four separate jurisdictions, each following revelations about the Biden family business. In three cases, prosecutors reportedly met... All right, so there were how many cases? Four? Three of the four cases, prosecutors reportedly met with the Biden administration before, before indicting Trump. That's Alvin Bragg, Jack Smith, Fannie Willis, uh... And that's his first case. I'm, I'm assuming this was the first one. This might be a, a typo. I think it's the, the Those first three. Stormy Daniels case. Yep. And then this guy showed up. Okay. All right. That's what I'm thinking. Yep. yep. The first days. indictment occurred on April 4th, 2023, the same day that former Biden aide Kathy Chung testified about Joe Biden's mishandling of classified documents contradicting Biden's version of events. On March 17th, 2023, Bragg asked for a meeting with federal law enforcement ahead of the Trump indictment. Trump? That's, is it me? Or is this written like a five-year-old wrote it? It it boggles my mind. So ahead of the Trump indictment, Trump. Yeah. What? What? A court source told Fox News, I don't know, guys, I I didn't write it. A year earlier, Bragg's office hired a former senior Department of Justice official, Matthew Colangelo, who spent years targeting Trump at the Justice Department. He also attacked Trump in his role in the New York Attorney General's office. Bragg has been very discredited by the indictment because the people that read it, even Democrats, are saying this is not an indictment. Trump exclusively told Breitbart News after the indictment. Listen. If this is not a coordinated effort to influence the 2024 election, okay, then there's nothing is. This is, all right, 
Oh, the, Putin's biggest opponent, right, yeah. in Russia, he th Putin put in jail, and he died today. That's right. I just saw Hillary, that on the news. Yes, Hillary Clinton, all these deep staters, all these deep staters are saying that how terrible of a place it is to be where your political opponents are prosecuted and jailed. And I'm like, dude, you're doing it. You're doing the thing. How There's a lot more in common between Russia and the United States left than a lot of people are putting together because they're both prosecuting, jailing their political opponents. You have J6 political prisoners. You have Donald Trump taking slings and arrows, 94 indictments, four charges, two impeachments. 37 convictions or 37 felonies indictments and and these people are saying oh it's, it's a horrible place to live where your political opponents you're doing it and all of you leftist ags that are going to meet with the feds going to meet with biden to coordinate a planned hit on president trump are all deserving of the wood chipper wood on chipper. national television 100 wood chipper what i don't get is how you can you're you're saying all this like oh you're you're in russia you're you're silencing uh your your voices and all that when you're doing the same thing when you take a name off a ballot yeah yeah it's the same in, in yeah. two different states it's the same thing you're trying to imprison your political rival and not just for a little while for the rest of his life where he will be epstein oh oh guaranteed guaranteed okay if it comes to that, but I believe that Trump is holding, if the only reason, all right, my wife asked me this, I'm going to, I'll get into it a little bit. The only reason that Trump's still alive is that he has kill switches on all this information. Now I'm like going to, if he went down, I'm going to, yes, I'm going to tell the people what a kill switch is. Kill switch is something that is used in like generally the black hat hacker community where if they get arrested, the information is automatically and irreversibly sent out to whoever they choose. So in order to not have the kill switch go off, you have to plug in every day a password into the computer. Now, I believe that he has multiple kill switches engaged to where he says, if you kill me, all of this comes out. And it's very important to understand that he has to hold leverage. He can't just let all this out of the bag. Because if he does, oh, he's gone. they'll kill him. Yeah. He has to play this in a 4D chess way. I believe that all the information is behind kill switches. And if he is terminated, jailed, the kill switches will activate and all this information will be public. Why not just release it? Because if he releases it, they'll kill him. But you get to him before they get to you. I, I get it. Right, he would be a martyr in that yeah aspect, and no one wants to die. But like, would you I be would it. you be ready? Like like what? Oh, what does it take? Come get me. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I I, I would probably me. I would probably do it and just release it. But if you're if you're really trying to correct, if the you're trying to course the course of the country change. and make the change, then you have to try and beat them at their own game, and you have to try and play the long game and stay alive in order to be voted back into power in order to affect the change that's necessary to just expose yeah, them who's coming next to just, you know. yeah, to just expose them. Okay. 
we get to kill a bunch of tyrants. We get the ward of the tree a little bit, okay? That is not going to solve the problem because they're just going to be back. They're going to be, they're going to, they're going to grow back from the soil, so to yeah. speak. Oh, no, okay? I understand that. Yep. 100%. So, so, I agree. so that's the play. The play is to basically have your life insurance, go through the process, get back in the power, and then you can make real change via executive order or whatever you like. I don't, I don't know how exactly to rid us of this, but I think he's got a plan. I would like to think he's got a plan. You pull it from the root. Yeah, exactly. That's what you have to do. But you got to stay alive to do it. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah, that's my thoughts on that. Oh, no, I agree. All right. We got a ready for one more gritty. Dude, this is fun. I like being here. Yeah. Like I'm having a I'm having a good time. Hey, look, look, look at that camera and tell Matt he's fired. Hey, Matt, I'm taking your job. <laughs> and I'm taking your phone. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. Here comes Gritty Four. All right. Suspected Lakewood church shooter had criminal history, mental health issues, documents say. This is from the ABC News. ABC, you think somebody who walked into a church with a gun and just indiscriminately started firing it might have mental health issues? But what are they leaving out? No, I wonder. So if you, if you just hover on that right, you can hit the net. There'll be like an arrow. Go all the way to the right. There, you can just click that. Oh, man, I can't even see it. Oh, here we go. Okay. Oh, my God, you were a lifesaver. Yeah. This is from the Gateway Pundit. So that first one was ABC, Gateway Pundit. Uh, breaking, Lakewood church shooter identified as transgender. Immigrant from El Salvador. What? A transgender immigrant from El Salvador went into a church and shot some people up. Before or after? Like, like, I know, I know that sounds weird, but (laughs) were they a, um, were they transgender, transgendered prior to getting to the United States? Or were they transgendered when they got here? Transgender when they got here. We got this. Okay. Authorities have identified the shooter as Genesee Yvonne Moreno, a 36-year-old transgender immigrant from El Salvador, according to multiple independent sources speaking to K. Houston 11, uh, Jeremy Rogalski. Moreno, who has a criminal history stretching back to 2005, was previously known as Jeffrey Escalante. Based on records from the Texas Department of Public Safety, his past arrests paint a troubling picture encompassing a range of offenses, including failure to stop and give information, assault of a public servant, assault causing bodily injury, forgery, possession of marijuana, theft, evading arrest, and unlawful carrying of a weapon. Here are some previous mugshots that show her, because it's a female, looking much more feminine. So there she is. That's the female El Salvadorian immigrant. Okay. Witnesses report that Moreno was dressed in a trench coat and backpack and alarmingly was accompanied by a child. When he, they said that wrong. I'll correct that for you, Gateway Pundit. She entered the church armed with a long rifle. Oh, that's disgusting. The Gateway Pundit reported earlier that the transgender's AR-15 used in the shooting had a free Palestine message on it. That's one way to do it. Moreno walked into the building shortly before 2 p.m. accompanied by a child estimated to be four to five years old and opened fire. 
detailed Houston Police Chief Troy Finner during a news conference. That poor fucking child. Now, yeah, that poor child. 100%. That child's in critical condition because people, good guys with guns, shot back. Yeah. And hit the kid. Four to five year old doesn't know what they're doing. No, of course not. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. We got a whole bunch here. We got a whole bunch here. I'm outraged. Hey, our immigration policies are failing us and we all know that we've been talking about it for the life of this of this show our immigration policies are failing we are not vetting these people properly if you hold any any mental illness and that includes transgenderism you should not be allowed to immigrate into this country because you are not well well it it, well one just to go off that 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 takes like an effect on your on the taxpayer money yeah because why would a country take in someone who costs them money? Does that make any sense? Yeah, right. Like, so if you have a, a mental no. disorder, mental disease, whatever, why? Go why? try and go, go try and go to Australia, Japan, any 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 other other country, country like that, and they will say no. We don't want you. Get lost. Okay, so that's just one aspect of this is immigration has failed us and we need a complete and total reform that probably can't be done with law, like with what's going on in our Congress right now. It needs to be done with executive order by a man with some balls. Number two, you have once again, another mass shooting caused by the woke ideology. The leftist Marxist woke ideology Kills more people again. Free Palestine on the rifle. Who's been pushing this free Palestine business? Do you know how Palestine could have been free? If Hamas didn't go and murder a bunch of children and women and rape them and take hostages, then Palestine would be free. Gaza would just be sitting there like they have been forever. You poke the bear, this is what you get. And I'm no Zionist. I'm no pro-Israel. I don't think we should send them any money. We should stay out of that fight too. However, if you go in and you murder a country's women and children, you deserve to suffer. And that's what you get. And they will say, oh, is that the Palestinian people's fault that they're ruled by Hamas? Yes, it is. 100% it is. Yes, it is. 100% it is. It's your decision. It's yeah. my decision. Who runs this country? They have Jews. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Uh, someone took over. Take it back. Take it back. Take it back. They have Jews who were soft J. They have Jews that were <laughs> that were hostages there, and they said everyone there is a terrorist. Everyone. Now they're Jewish people who are just taken hostage. However, so you take that with as you will. Yeah. I believe it. There's no way Hamas could run that entire area the way that they do without the consent of the people. So you're culpable. Okay. Well, they just at that point they don't care. Right. We'll look at Afghanistan and the Taliban. No, 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 not only do they not care, I believe that they, they're for it. When that happened, I believe that they were dancing in the streets. Oh, yeah. So, quote unquote, they don't care, but oh, they care. Yeah. Well, look at Afghanistan and the Taliban. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, why did the Taliban take back over? Oh, because the people let them. They don't care. Yeah, they're just like, all right, yeah, fine. Yeah, whatever. New oppressor? Fine, Ooh. sure. We've been dealing with this. Where's the. Yeah, Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, I know you're fine. Um, so that's all right. As aspect number two, woke ideology. You create this anger and this victim mentality, and what do you expect's going to happen? They're going to lash out. So now we've covered, we've covered the immigration, and we've covered the free Palestine. Now let's get to the transgender part. Every mass shooting in the past two years has been perpetrated by a transgender. Every single one of them. 
Name a shooting that just ha- that, that no, has happened. There's no way. Iowa, Michigan, Uvalde. You're, you're saying past year. Past. You're, you're saying past two years. No. What, dude? Th- all right. The Iowa shooting was the LGBT community. That's the last. That, that was the last one that happened. Oh my. The Michigan shooting. I think it was in 2016. Same thing. The um uh the Uvalde shooting. Same thing. It's, it's this. It, uh, these people are being, and it's not even their fault. No, but guns are the problem. No, yeah, no. They're victims. They've been psychologically abused, and they're victims of the ideology. And what happens is, eventually, you can't take being that victim anymore, and you have to, and you lash out. That's what happens. And and they and the left has planted in their minds who the enemy is, and it's done purposefully. This is the definition of the useful idiot is the person who's easily manipulated okay. and can easily be told to do the thing through propaganda. Yep. And then, so what, the, what, what do they do after every one of these shootings? They push an anti-gun agenda. Why do they want our guns so that they can do whatever they want to us so we can be slaves to them because they want the monopoly on power. You will never have it for as long as I'm breathing. You will never get my guns. There's more guns than people. There's more guns than people in this, in this nation. That ideology in the past two years is responsible for school shootings, this shooting at a church. Now, this is Joel Olstein's church. He's a false prophet anyway, but it, that, that's irrelevant. Oh, I don't even want to get started on that guy. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, whatever. This ideology is a murderous, they're a death cult. I say it all the time. The leftist woke ideology is a death cult. And you, I can prove this with statistics. And you can show me, you could pull up every mass shooting that's happened in the past two years. And I would say 90% of them were transgender. That's wild. 90%. Hey, Matt, if you're back there, uh, pull, <laughs> pull that up. Uh, I like that. I hope he watches this. He better watch this. Oh, he better watch that asshole. Why, isn't this crazy? And they're, but, oh, wrong. There you go. <laughs> but, and they're, t- they're telling us, oh, we got to do something about the guns. All of these, all of these uh, Pato Wood actors and all these big wig people like, uh, enough is enough. I'm sick of thoughts and prayers. We need to do something about the guns. Is it the guns? Because there's a, another continuous theme here. And that theme is your ideology. Oh, yeah. That's- so, so wait, hold on. Yep. So I'll get rid of my guns if you first eradicate from the face of the planet that woke ideology. Oh. How about that? Has that a deal? I, I mean, I like guns. I like guns too, but, but I, I'll I, compromise. I'll compromise. I will meet you in the middle. Yeah. And if you say get rid of, get rid of murderous, murdering children's, the, that, that, I, that ideology that murders children. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll give up guns if yeah. you get rid of those people. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Well, let me, let me have a shotgun so I can hunt. So that's it. Well, I, I got to get food somehow. Yeah, right. Right? Yeah. So I, I need something. Got to be able to hunt. Yeah. And then if you want to get feisty, I need someone to, someone walks through that front door. I need. If you ban guns, I would just build one myself Dude, from scratch. You know how easy it is? Yeah. <laughs> it's so easy. But that's not even the point. Not saying I know how to yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. That's but not. It's easy. That's not even the point. The point is that the left complains that there's a gun problem but there's not there's a mental health problem and the mental health problem has been propagated by you so the problem so if you really want to eradicate the problem go into your closet and hang yourself 
<laughs> that will stop the gun violence. I love it. <laughs> right? Oh, 100%. Put the violence on you. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Because you're the one who's perpetrating it. You're creating you're creating a false enemy to a bunch of weak-minded individuals who are unstable to begin with because they can't even figure out what gender they are. You know that they're unstable. So you're feeding them an enemy and then pushing them to the brink of sanity and then shocked when they go and shoot up a school. Stop hurting my kids. Yeah. Leave our kids alone. Leave them alone. That's it. Leave them alone. Oh, I love it. Dude, that last one got me fired up. <laughs> well, it's true, though. It's true. Dude, like, so I just had my first kid. Yeah. And, like, if anything ever happened to him. Wait until you're second. I'm telling you. I am telling you right now. All hell will break loose. Yeah. I might not look like a, a mean man. Yeah. But you're capable of going to depths. I will do things that people can't fathom. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I've said the same thing on this show. It's in my soul. It's in my blood. Yep. And well, Matt can attest to it. Because, because a man, a real man, is in tune and in touch with his shadow. This is Carl Jung. Okay. Okay. In order to be a complete human being, you must be both light and shadow. You must meet your shadow. You must own and control your shadow. Is that like light and dark? Yes. Okay. So you, it, w without being able to control the shadow, the shadow can take over and cause you to shoot up a church or shoot up a school. That's when you have no control. That's when you haven't delved into that to discover it and to control it, to learn how to control it. Mm -hmm. Now, I've gone into the same places as you, those dark places. I understand that part of myself. I harnessed it. I haven't eradicated it. I've just got it under voluntary control. Mm -hmm. Without having that darkness in you under voluntary control, you're nothing. You're a bunny rabbit in the woods just on. being prey to anything that wants to eat you. Easy target. And that's what these people feel like. When, before they go shoot, I'm sick of being a bunny rabbit. I'm sick of being the prey. I'm sick of being, I'm sick of all these evil white Christians hating me. Like, we don't hate you, man. We just don't want you to mess with our kids anymore. That's a great thought. Have that thought. Don't do the action. Yeah. Don't, don't go murder my children. Yeah. Like, harness that. Say, hey, I can be better. Yeah. I yeah. I can be better. Well, but. So let's, let's make me better. Well, there you go. It doesn't happen because you're perfect just the way you are. So you live like this, like this dude, like this woman lived, right? You live this miserable life where you're a victim. Everybody hates you. You have to hate all of these people. And there's nothing but anger and hate and you're fueled by it. And people are saying you're perfect just like that. That's enough to set you off. So I'm you're not perfect. I'm perfect being a... a a shit bag? No. If, if anybody ever told me I was perfect the way I was, I'd want to punch him in the face. I'm like, do you want to rob me of any hope of being better? What is wrong with you? You you take it, you take it from the soul. Yeah. Okay, it's just it's gone. Yeah. It's soul crushing for somebody to say that to you. You're never perfect. You're never the best version of yourself. You Are you kidding be me? I could be 20 times, I could be a tenth, I could be a 10 times the better husband, 10 times the better father, 10 times the better better man. 10 times the better, like, I don't, I don't know. And that's, I, what, and that's what you strive for. And, and that's what keeps you going. Right. And I'm already really good at all three of those things. And I could be 10 times better at all of them. Because if I, 
And if I, if you don't hold that in your mind and that ideology, that thought in your mind, then you're going to become a stagnant waste of space, yeah. never getting better. Just I'm constantly sits on the on the couch, yeah. just watching. And I've I've talked about this. I'm constantly trying to impress the better version of myself. Oh, I like that saying. That's the only person I'm ever trying to impress. I'm never trying to impress you or anybody around me. Never my wife, never my kids even. Nobody. I'm not trying to impress anybody besides the better version of me. Oh, I like that. So if I think of what would the best version of me be impressed by? You'd be impressed if you cold plunge for 365 days in a row. Hell yeah. Oh, all right. Then I'm going to go and I'm going to impress that dude. And then you become the the guy... That you're trying to impress. Oh, and then you do it again. And uh, then you... Do, now what would impress him? Yeah, now. Oh, no, what no would impress years, him? Two years straight. If you, if you made your bed every morning for a year. You know how that hard that is? Wicked hard. Oh, my, 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 my wife is a big... She makes the bed. Every morning. I respect and She that. loves... She's, she's like, it makes me feel like I've done something today. Already, first thing in the morning. And she's like, that's my thing. And I'm like, beautiful. Love it. Are, it. are you a bed maker? I would be, um, but she's always up way before me. She's up uh, at like six in the morning. What time do you wake up? Seven. No, oh, good for you. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I. Uh, that's, I'm, that, I'm that's, usually that, the first to wake up. That's why I'm not at work. When I'm work, when I'm at work, so I'm out. I have, I have to have a surgery. Um. Uh. So when I'm at work, I'm up at five thirty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're out of the bed, so yeah, you're not making it right. Her in it. She's, yeah. 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 I'm usually. I mean, I have. I'm using baby leave right now. I'm actually using the government for once. Yeah. Good for um, you. Um, so I'm on baby leave. So the wife has. I'm reintegrating myself into society right now. So. Yeah. Yeah, you're fresh back from Iraq. Yeah. 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 I'm. I'm getting used to it. Yeah. It's a struggle. Um. When you have things laid out for you every single day and you solely have to worry about your job, yeah, like things become so much easier. Yeah. I don't have to worry about where I'm sleeping. I know yeah. where I'm sleeping. Yeah. I don't have to worry about where I'm eating. I know where I'm eating. I know where I'm working that day. Yeah. Like I worked in a tower. Yeah. So it's like everything's like so structured. Yeah. Where I know what I'm doing. You know what's hard? Having to deal with a baby that's waking up at 3 a.m. I'm not used to that. You I'm went not. from, this is perfect. You went from order to chaos. Yeah. Well, order with some chaos, with some chaos, with some order. But generally, you know I mean? like, yeah, it, right, it, it right. Yeah. It yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, the meld of the two is always the perfect it's, place it's to beautiful. live. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Like you, you wake up, the, the baby's screaming yeah. and you're like, I get to, I get to teach this kid something today. Yeah. I get to, I get to, to see life yeah in my hands like yeah. i'm holding a one-year-old and I'm just there's like, nothing more precious than a little baby oh it's great it's, it, how, how old he's one he's yeah, one of 13 he's one yeah i got i have a six, 15 or 16 month old i, I forget is he walking Oh yeah, he running. started walking at like eight months. He's running oh, around. Good for him. Yeah, he's because well, I have an older, older. I have a five year old. Oh god. So he, see, he was just like, I'm keeping up with this dude. <laughs> he's come over, come over one time. You, get... you come to my house, okay? And I, then and then you come to mine, okay? Deal. Okay. All right. Yeah, we, I, we got a property. So when it gets a little bit nicer out, I'll show because we're on a hundred acres. Holy crap! I'm on a half. Yeah, but... we we have a shoot. We have a shooting range. We have a pond. We have. 
I think it's like five miles of trails. And we have Ooh. ATVs. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's, All right. It's great. So maybe you come to mine and then show me up and I'll go to yours. <laughs> uh, I got a kegerator. If I'm you not trying to show you up. I just I know your, your son will love it. 100 acres. Yeah. It's that's a lot. Wild. It's a lot. Good for you. Thank you. That's, that's the gun shop money. That's, well, that's the American dream. Yeah. It's work hard and you get, you get the, the benefit. Yeah. You get the luxuries of life that yep. can provide you. And nothing's better than owning land. Yeah. That's, that's nature's beauty right there. Yep. You, you, you walk, you can go for a walk. You can go for a hike in your own backyard. Oh yeah. That's where you I don't run have to go to a national park. You don't have to yeah. go to whatever. When I run, it's in the trails in the woods. It's your house. Yeah. And I do scrambles. I like, cause we have a bunch of ledge. I climb up the ledge and then run down the other side and stuff. It's, it's what oh, we're, where you do your rucks. Yes. We're going to do rucks. I was just going to say, we're going to do rucks this spring somewhere it's a little bit less muddy we need uh selfie cams yes so we can we'll, we'll we'll grab these cameras throw them on some selfie sticks yeah and then i love that well your job is going to be to film okay mostly i can do that we have two lapel mics oh i oh that hook right up to the phone yeah dude that's sick yeah so it'll be, it'll be good it's gonna be fun i'll take the selfie stick just flip it the other way yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do we got? We got the culture cut up next, right? Yes, we do. <sighs> Just took a nice sip of seltzer water out of my stay gritty coffee mug, which you can get at the real grit podcast.com. I need one of those. Yeah, yeah. I'll get you one. Don't, no, don't, no, no. don't buy one. I'll get it. No, no. Your shop, I buy. All right. The Culture Cut is the segment of the podcast where we go over all things culture. Um, it can be TV, movies, whatever's going on in the culture. We'll talk about it. And this week, because of the Super Bowl, we got a lot to talk about. It's going to be a long episode, like I said. But here we go. Let's dive on in. All right. Let's take this, if I can find the mouse. Here we go. Hi, my name is Asa. I am a member of the DID system, and I'm also a bearded vulture Therian. Turn it up on the I have two slide slider. One is for other Therians, uh, specifically bird Therians. Um, and the other question is for other systems who have Therian system members. So first question for other bird Therians, what are some things you do that help you feel more connected to your stereotype? Like, I know that for people whose stereotypes are four-legged, they can do quadrobics, and that helps them a lot. Um, but obviously that's not applicable to bird therians. I also want to clarify for anyone who doesn't what? know, um, quadrobics <laughs> does not automatically equal therians. People can do quadrobics and not be a therian. What? So that's my first question, how to feel more connected to bird stereotypes. Um, and second question is for systems with therian alters. Do these alters appear human in a world or do they appear as their stereotypes what? in a world? Or is it kind of a combo situation? Like we have someone in our system who is both a guy and a vulture at the same time. We don't consider him a Therian because he doesn't consider himself a Therian. What? Um, he just kind of exists as both of those things at once. Huh? Is that how Therian alters work in you guys' systems? So, just very curious about how other people experience this kind of thing. What? what? You are now dumber for listening to that. I am. I apologize. Oh, we need to pull that up. We, so we need, <laughs> I, I need to put that on one of the... Uh, Oh, one of the key buttons there. The Billy Madison. Just, yes. You are now dumber. Yeah. For having her. Uh, what? What? What is she talking about, dude? What is the system? Am I old? I'm only 35 years old. I shouldn't be that far removed. I don't even know what that means. 
What's a what's a Therian? I, I, Listen, at first I thought it was like the what Tom Cruise is in. Because I am an observer of the culture. I know what both of these things are. Oh my god! However, no, you don't. I do. A system is what a schizophrenic person refers to as the motherboard of all of her or his personalities. So they refer to themselves as a system, and then the system has multiple different programs that it puts out front, essentially. So the system is the main computer? I guess. And they can present themselves as, listen, bring back mental institutions or something. This person is not okay. Like, why is nobody trying to help these people? This person believes that they are a bird and that they live inside of a system. We used to have names for these conditions. They used to be called like paranoid schizophrenia is one. Multiple personality. Multiple personality disorder. Bipolarism. There's a whole bunch of conditions that people like this have. And we're just all, not me and you, but people are just around here, just out here applauding them for their bravery. It's not brave to be insane. What's brave is to get help. What, what I think is happening is people are saying like they're trying to help them by not hurting them. Yeah. And by hurting them in their own mind is saying, you're okay. You're good. You're perfect. You're perfect the way you are. Remember when you said that? Yeah. You're perfect the way. Loving is a, somebody. Is a person trying to be a okay. bird perfect? No, no, nobody loves you. Her. Nobody loves her. Because if somebody loved her, they would do the hard thing, which is to offend her. Yeah, because and I, and love sure someone someone lo- should love love isn't always trying to please or trying to not offend the person that you love. Love is challenging. Love is hard. Love is saying to the person that you love, like, hey, man, I really think you're messing up right now. And I'll I'm here to help you with this. But you need to get out of it. Same thing. Like you love your wife, but your wife's struggling. You need to stand in her fire and be like, I got you. But this is wrong. You can't do this. You can't do this to yourself anymore. You need to get better. That's what love is. Love isn't you're perfect the way you are. Yep, you're a bird. You're this. Your system is all. Dude, you are an insane person. She gets to vote. That's wild. She gets to vote for. I didn't know birds could vote. Yeah. We should start that. If you identify as an animal, you lose your right to vote. Well, yeah, you don't see mail and valets going to the shelter, right? Otherwise, 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 I'm going to bring my dog to vote. Yeah, and I'm going to help him vote. Yeah, I'm gonna help of course, both, I'm going to help both my dogs. I'm going to go in like, oh, paw print for Trump. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And what? What is? I'm a I'm a vulture. What do you guys Rawr. think of like somebody? Uh, this person identifies as uh, a vulture man. Like, no. This person only is identifying as a crazy person. What about a toaster? Can I show up to the polls as a toaster? It's crazy. Asking for a friend. uh, Wild stuff. Yeah, absolutely wild. All right. Now we got a a couple more. I say a couple. I mean like culture cuts. 11, 12. Yeah, we got some stuff. We're going to decode the Super Bowl. Okay. Okay. I... This is where you're talking about the NFL being a entertainment, not sports, but is this, this, this is a spiritual breakdown 
of the halftime show and everything that happens at the Super Bowl. Okay, this because is the be Super to me. The Super Bowl is the Illuminati's satanic worship party. Okay, this like is it. like their Christmas. I like it. Okay, so Usher comes out and. This one you might say, oh, that's a stretch. But you have the vigil of Satan on the left and the lights kind of making that same symbol behind Usher. I saw another view where that, that those lights, that light pattern was a More pentagram. Defined. Okay. Um, but okay, so you can go to the next one. So that's just part of it. Okay. This was the stage. This was Usher's stage. This is ring and rod symbolism. Okay, there's no, there's no, these people don't do anything by accident. Okay, we have to understand that. They don't design the stage to be a certain shape like this by accident. This is all done purposefully. Okay. Real quick, what's ring and rod symbolism? I'll go to the next slide, sir. All right. So here you can see the ring and rod in the middle in that yellow, what it, what it looked like in the... Um, okay, hold on, hold on. So you see this. Yo, what? It's a representation of the ring and rod. Okay. There's so, no way. They're... Yeah. Okay. So now I'll go to the next symbol. And I sat there. I watched, I watched the Super Bowl halftime. Did you want to like it? No, not okay. at all. You just... I, I, just, I watch it to de decode all the evil shit that the... Oh, I swore. I was doing so good, too. <laughs> all the evil stuff that they put in front of... The entire world. Children. And children. And it's crazy. Watch. So, rod and ring, A-N-E symbols, are indescript hypertext. Uh, it gets into some, some weird language here, but the rod represents the temporal measurement of life that begins and ends. The ring represents the eternal aspect of life, a concept familiar to Mesopotamians as indicated by the story of eternal life bestowed by deity Upon the mortal words. Yeah. The conjoined rod and ring signify the power to create, maintain, and end life. Together, they are emblems of time and eternity. Was that a conjoined ring and rod? The power to create, maintain, and end life? Is this a mockery of the Almighty at the Super Bowl? <gasps> Gasp, shock. I haven't seen this before. Rihanna, Madonna. Rolling Stones, every halftime show since I've been alive. I've never seen you guys worship and blaspheme at the halftime show. This is bananas. Let's go to the next one. Oh, next one. Here we go. Bang. Oh, no volume on this. Oh, huh? no. That's okay. That's okay. You don't need it. Here's Usher. Mocking Christ in the middle of the flames. Oh. Go back and pause that. Yeah, hold on. Oh, oh, I there, just got, I, I had volume for a second. Yep. Let's go. Here we go. Let's watch the whole thing. Okay. Keep it going. Watch. Y'all sing. 
Now, millions of people across the world are taking part in a satanic ritual. They do this every single Super Bowl. Thinking that they make they make everybody do a part and sing and take part in their ritual because it creates a powerful, a powerful spiritual force for evil. Okay, so you saw him at the beginning of that in the middle of the flames, mocking Christ on the cross. Okay, and the whole place turns into the pit, the pits of hell. Okay, and he's he's in all white. He's pure in all white, mocking Christ in the flames. That's dis- Are you guys paying attention yet? That's disgusting. To why we have school shootings, to why we have corrupt politicians, to why everything in society and culture is, is evil and just disgusting and degrading. Let's go to the next one. Devil horns, upside down cross. Oh wait, wait a minute, hold on. The mocking tongue. Oh, let's watch that again. Hold on. This is ice spice. Devil horns, upside down cross. The mocking tongue. What? Like, well, one. The crowd's booing Taylor Swift because they're sick of seeing her. Well, I. Nobody's seeing that. I just want to give her props for whatever she had left in her cup. That's impressive. <laughs> um, but, but why? But why? Because but why her? Why? Why is she? The, why is she even in that box? The reason that she's because who's Ice Spice? Nobody. She's not on Taylor Swift's level. Nobody's hurt. Like no. Like I've just heard of her this year. Like why? Yeah. But why? She's in that box to do that. Oh, she's in that box because they know that Swift is going to be on the screen all the time. They want that upside down cross. She's their plant. They want that upside down cross. They want those devil horns to be portrayed because they are worshiping Satan at this event. That's what this whole event is about. Yep. And the mocking tongue. You've seen this from Miley Cyrus. She's covering her left eye with her tongue out. You see this from all of these especially females who are in this occult setting. Okay. They're always sticking out their tongue. When you see that, that's the mocking tongue. Okay. That's, that's mocking the, the, uh, the Trinity. Yeah. This is not what I'm versed in, but yeah. that's, it's, so, inter- it's interesting to say because after I'm, why, so, why would you do this? Why, why would you do it? Why would you do the devil horns and then hold up an upside down cross that you're wearing around your neck? Like, who are you bragging to? Yeah. No, it's, a summoning ritual. Yeah. That's what it is. Let's right. go to the next one. Hey, kids watch this. Yeah. Now you might be thinking to yourself, self, so what if they have all of these symbols out there? Symbols don't mean anything. Well, you schizophrenic retard. Symbols do mean things. Symbols are important and the smartest people who have ever walked the planet have discuss this. So here's St. Augustine. Symbols are powerful because they are the visible signs of invisible realities. Go to the next one. We are symbols and inhabit symbols. Ralph Waldo Emerson. And finally, Carl Jung. There is a thinking in primordial images in symbols which are older than, than the historical man, which are inborn in him from the earliest times, eternally living. 
outlasting all generations, still make up the groundwork of the human psyche. It is only possible to live the fullest life when we are in harmony with these symbols. Wisdom is a return to them. We are in disharmony with our symbolism. All of our symbolism, the entire halftime show, the entire Super Bowl had nothing but satanic symbolism in it. Go to the next one. You want to see satanic symbolism? Don't ask me what you know is true. Don't have to tell you. This was a Super Bowl commercial. I love your precious heart. Seen by millions. We really like feet. Well, Jesus washed feet. We'll get to that. You were there. Two worlds collided. And they could never tear us apart. We can live. Blasphemy. That's so that's a very odd commercial. So you have the mocking of Christ at the halftime show. You have a mockery of the crucifixion. I wear a crucifix on my neck. Yeah. You have a mockery of the crucifixion during the during the game. And you have satanic symbolism all throughout. Okay. And then you have that commercial. That commercial is has zero to do with anything of Christ or of the Bible. All that is, is woke leftist propaganda. If you didn't notice, everyone who's doing the foot washing is of the ruling class, and everybody who's having their foot washed is of the victim class. Oh, yeah, you see the police watching. Yes. Uh, You see the priest washing. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then you had a bunch of same-sex couples Obviously, there were couples where they were portrayed washing each other's feet. You know what the Bible said about that? Next slide. Can you scroll in a little bit? Because I'm blind. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm blind, too. Hold on. Let's get to the... Here we go. Leviticus 18, 22. You shall not lie with a male as with a woman. It is an abomination. Leviticus 20, 13. If a man lies with a male as with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood is upon them. Jude 1.7 Just as Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding cities, which likewise indulged in sexual immorality and pursued unnatural desire, serve as an example by undergoing a punishment of eternal fire. Romans 1.26-28 For this reason God gave them up to dishonorable passions, for their women exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature. And the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another. Men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in themselves the due penalty for their error. And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not to be done. Mark 10, six through nine. 
But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not man separate. That ad, that ad was nothing but blasphemy. Jesus didn't wash the feet of the wicked and didn't wash the feet of the sinful in some kind of submissive act. He washed the feet of his disciples. There's a huge difference. Jesus, that. Jesus didn't wash the feet of the whores in the street or the transgenders in the street or the murderers or, or any of them. He washed the feet of the people who he took under his belt and were the closest to him, his disciples. And he said, do this in remembrance of me. At my church, we do foot washing like two or three times a year. Oh, and we really? wash, yeah, we wash each other's feet. Okay. Um, but it's, a, it's, it's an act of humility. It's to humble yourself before God. Yes. That's what it's about. Nothing about that was, was, was about humility. No. And, and nothing about that was Christ-like. No, it, that, that commercial in itself was just weird. Yeah. Like, I feel like they're, they're trying to push, but it's the, the commercialized, like, like a commercialized religion. Yeah. It's not, that's not religion that you find for, for you, for, for me. It's contradictory to doctrine. It is not Christianity that, that who, whatever church paid all that money to have that up there is nothing but a political ideology parading as a church so they can avoid paying taxes. They, they have, it has nothing to do with faith. That was a faithless video. Yeah. Jesus did not. What, what did it say? Jesus, uh, Jesus, uh, didn't something he washed the feet of he washed feet or something. Yeah. It was, it was oh, weird. Or like he said, it said like Jesus didn't judge. Jesus, Jesus didn't teach hate. He washed yeah. feet. No, it was weird. Like, Jesus hated sin. Jesus hated sin in his own disciple. When Peter, it was either Peter, no, it was Paul. Paul says to Jesus, you don't have to get crucified. Like we can, we can work this out. I'm Paul. Because before Paul was Paul, he was Saul and he was a persecutor of the Christian. He killed lots of them mm -hmm. before Christ found him. Okay. So, and, and he was a powerful man. And Paul said, you don't have to do this. And Jesus looked at him and said, I rebuke you, Satan, for your Satanist tongue. He did not, he had no, I, I forget exactly how he put it, but he, he, he basically said, those are words of Satan. And I have no place, and, and there's no place for that. He did not dwell amongst sin. He loves all man, but he hates sin. So that ad is nothing but blasphemy. I can, yeah, I, I see your viewpoint on that. Um, I'm not super religious myself, yeah. but um, for you, someone who is religious, who sees that, like, I can understand that, that commercial like even to me, like I don't, I've never read the Bible. I don't, I don't do. So it's the greatest story ever told. I, I feel like I shouldn't. I, I don't think I'm ready for it yet. Um, I'm not there. I'm not there yet in my okay. journey. Yeah. But um, that commercial just seemed like it was, it was trying to reach someone's pocket. It was of Satan. 
Yeah. Like the entire Super Bowl was. Yeah. And no, I I can I can see that. hundred yep. percent. All right. Uh, I think we are on to culture three. All right, let's do it. And here we go. Oh, here we go. Keeping with the theme. What does Jesus say about the concept of Ash Wednesday? So this past Wednesday, today's Friday that we're recording this, this past Wednesday was Ash Wednesday, and the false Catholic church paints their heads with ash to signify that they're fasting for Lent. Not everyone does that. Not all Catholics do that. I didn't know that. Oh, oh no, yeah, no, not all. No, we don't. No. So that's like that, this is this is a man-made tradition, so and I'm gonna and, and I have the and I have the receipts. Oh, okay. So like, go to the next. Go to the next. Super interested in this. Yeah. Thing. So Matthew six sixteen, and when you fast, don't make it obvious as the hypocrites do, for they try to look miserable and disheveled so people will admire them for their fasting. I tell you the truth, that is the only reward they will ever get. Oh, woe is me. Look at me. Yes. Oh, look at me. You, don't, you never wear. Oh, all right, wait, hold on. Go to the next one, too. Oh, so there's right. more. It's okay. But when you, oh, Matthew 6, 17. But when you fast, comb your hair and wash your face, then no one will notice that you are fasting except your father, who knows what you do in private, and your father who sees everything will reward you. People need to take that to heart. Yes. Well, because on social media, stop. Yes. So, okay. So first I'm going to talk about the biblical aspects of it. And that is Ash Wednesday is contradictory to the word. And that's in red, which means that's Jesus said that. Um, With the app that I have, it shows if it was spoken by Jesus, it's in red. If it's not, it's in white. Okay. Oh, that's, that's impressive. Yeah. Okay. So you, Wearing your suffrage on your forehead for all to see is contradictory to the point of the fast. The fast is between you and God. Not for you to walk around humanity in your flesh and blood and say, look at me, look how virtuous I am. And there we come to the problem, which is the entire world needs to put their, their struggle out to everybody all the time instead of just facing it themselves. And I don't know if it's an issue with them trying to get help with their struggle or if it's just a look at me, poor me, I'm playing the victim, look at my struggle. But we all need to collectively bear our own crosses because we're all constantly in pain. We're all constantly suffering. We are all in the same boat. We are all in this fallen world. We are all human and we all feel the same thing. And so for you to go out and beg and to proclaim your suffrage is a slap in the face to every man, woman, and child who's bearing their own cross with silence, like a man, like a real human being does. Oh, woe is me. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, I'm the victim. Yeah. Oh, hey, look at me. Oh, I, I worked 20 hours in the past three days. Oh, I'm so, yeah, I'm so tired. Oh, look at me. Yep. yep. It's, it's like, all, it's all. No one cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about your suffrage. You, you know, who does care is the, the God that you believe in. Yeah. 
Yeah. So keep it private with him. Yeah. Because right. I mean, I don't want to hear about it. I'm a firm believer that suffering is one of the most, the reason that we are here is to suffer. The, the, that's the meaning of life is to suffer, is to suffer. And I believe that because the only way to grow and to be a better person and to be the best you is through suffrage. No one's ever made it the easy way. Nobody's ever gotten jacked without suffering. No. Nobody's ever gotten healthy without some level of suffrage. You, you take steroids and you don't work out, you get fat. Yeah. Nobody's ever, nobody's ever been successful in life in any aspect without suffering, whether it's their marriage, their family, their career, anything without suffrage. Suffering is the point of life. And Jesus taught us that. Jesus was happy in his... I, when I pictured Jesus on the cross, lashed out because he was whipped, nails through the hands and feet, crown of thorns, crucified, which is supposed to be one of the most painful executions. I envision a happy man. Well, he knew. Exactly. He knew. He knew that he was suffering now to save us all. And I don't, I mean, I didn't read the Bible, but I don't think in the Bible it says, oh, well, he complained about the, the pain in his wrists. Like, yeah. you know, it's, he, he died for your sins. He taught us to love our suffering. He could have had a way out. How tempting is that? To be, to know, to know that you're going to be crucified, the most painful death there is, to have a way out in one of your disciples and to say, I curse thee. How many, so I ask you a question, how many Americans right now take that, like, take the, uh, the, the bargain out, like, hey, you don't have to do this. Every, oh, I, I would say. I'm going to say 19%. 19% of Americans. Take on the burden? Take the burden and go up on that cross. Yeah, that's what I would say too. And there's a reason why we say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I would say it's, yeah, 20, 80% of people shy away from any, any even inclination that they might suffer. They shy away from it. Oh no, 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 no. And that's why they're all losers. You're going to be a loser. You want to be, you want to do, you want to be ordinary. You want to be a loser. Then do ordinary loser stuff. You want to be extraordinary. You want to be a winner. You better learn how to suffer. And to do winner stuff, nobody, not a single billionaire or millionaire is that way because they took the easy road. They all suffered. I know it. I suffered for 10 years running that business. Yep. I, I, I mean, it's, I force myself to suffer now. Life's too easy. If I didn't, if I didn't force myself to stu suffer, I would never be hungry because I wouldn't fast. Yep. I would never, I would never be uncomfortable because I wouldn't cold plunge. I would never be under stress because I wouldn't work out. At some point you start to like it. Yeah. And that's the scariest part for me. That's usually, that's usually when I'll take a break from cold plunging. When you're like, when I can't I, wait to I need it, when I can't wait to get into the cold plunge, it becomes an addiction. Or when I the, yep. Like I've yep. never done it, but I can feel it. Like I'm like, Oh, yep. Or when like, I really need it. I yeah. feel like, Oh, I need to cold plunge. Uh, that's when I take a break. Well, that, well, because it that becomes it, the addiction, right? Well, not only that, but it takes a, it. It's no longer a discomfort for me. 
I'm no longer doing something that I don't want to do. What, yeah. what the secret to life is and the secret to success is to do all the things that you don't want to do, but you know you should and that you know are righteous, you know are good. That's the secret. That's where the magic happens, baby. That's where the studio comes from. This is, that's, where, that's where the podcast comes from. That's, yep. where, that's where the business comes from. That's where the other business came from. It's where it all manifests is from doing the things that you don't want to do, but you know you should. I, I like that. That's, that hits deep. Pretty sure that's in the book somewhere. Has to be. Yeah. <sighs> I think that's it. Dude, uh, you hit everything. I, I wish you had some hate mail, but... Yeah, I, I mean, I put together that whole show. I couldn't... I, I didn't think we'd have time for it, and it's two hours and seven minutes, so I was right. <laughs> I was going to say, well, we got, like, we got another hour in us. Well, no, I'm just kidding. We'll spend that hour post-pod. Okay. Yeah, we'll hang out. I like it. Dude. All right. It's been so, a lot of fun. I should sit in the seat more often. Yeah. No. <laughs> Matt, the Mutz Muncie, if you're still watching... We love you, man. We wish you the best. I, I know Dan wants your seat, but I'm keeping that warm for you, buddy. I would never. I would never. <laughs> I would never take your spot, buddy. You, you mean too much to us. <laughs> so hopefully next week you're back. Yeah, we miss you. Um, having said that, you can get all of our swag at the, thir- uh, at the, the realgritpodcast.com slash swag. You can find our affiliate link to Red Pill Threads below. If you like this shirt, refuse to comply, Unvax Pure Blood. He's got a lot of great shirts that will connect you to your community. Uh, you can click the link below in the description and get our affiliate link that uh, I would really appreciate. Um, 1350 Project, 100% free. Free, just, just free. It's- absolutely free 20 page pdf course curriculum fix your brain stop being a lazy person who shies away from struggle be mentally tough and learn how to do and become that with the 1350 project again it's 100 free it's probably my greatest work and it's free um good for you for making that free like well i want to fix people that's and we've gotten a lot of downloads on that. And like, and, and you say that um, Jesus said not to put the suffering and all that. I take that as to not take gain to anything too. You know what I mean? Can be, yeah. And, and, and the fact that you are willing to put something that could make you a ton of money and whatever, and you can commercialize it, you can make, you can make bank off that, yep. and you're putting it for free, that's, that's kudos to yep. you. And, and I appreciate that. Thank you. If it, wa- if it wasn't super important to me that we actually fix the world, <laughs> that's, what, that's what this is all about, is to get you guys the insight to fix yourselves, which will fix the world. I can fix enough people, get enough people strong mentally. We can make some serious change. That's why that's free. Even my wife was like, this is the one thing that you need to charge for. I was like, absolutely. And I said to her, and that's why I'm not. Because it's the most valuable thing that I have. Uh, But you also have to be careful with that Jesus reference, because when Jesus gave everybody five, let's say it was five bucks, and they said, come back and multiply it. Everybody multiplied it. One guy came back, which was like, ah, he didn't put in any work. He's like, "I I didn't do, I didn't, I wasn't able to multiply it. 
And he curses him and takes his money and gives it to the most rich guy. He didn't put in the effort. He didn't put in the effort. Yeah. Jesus was no socialist, as they will try and tell you. He was a capitalist yep. and believed in hard work, earns. Put in effort. Yes. All right. Dude, great show. Yeah, good show, man. I enjoyed having you there. It was fun. Uh, I'm glad I could uh I'm glad I could fill in. Yeah. Um, hopefully it's not too often because this is tough. <laughs> I believe it. All right, guys, listen. We love you. Stay gritty. Stop screwing around.